where's the best place to buy tires? Where's the best repair shop for my hybrid? Questions about your car? Drive into Dobbs. With more than 40 locations, our team of technicians will get the job done right the first time. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Cheap, cheap, fun, fun. Spring is in the air and Dirt Cheap is in your neighborhood ready to deliver the perfect drinks to your doorstep. That's right. All of Dirt Cheap's convenient locations now offer delivery of their wide selections of beers, wines, and all the spirits you need. And if you're like me, nothing hits better in the springtime than a nice weeded bourbon. Ask the friendly staff at Dirt Cheap about their selection of weeders like Maker's Mark, Larceny, and so many others. Download the Dirt Cheap app and order curbside or delivery. Have fun, but be careful out there. BK and Ferrario filling in for the Danny Mac show here on 101 ESPN. And right now we are happy to go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line to be joined by the one and only Katie Wu. She's the Cardinals insider for The Athletic. You should read her work over there. Subscribe to The Athletic for all the fantastic work they do on St. Louis sports. You should also follow her on Twitter. She is at Katie J. Wu. Katie, always appreciate the time on a Monday morning. How are you doing today? Gentlemen, good morning. Um, I am alive and well in New York, ready for uh, three days of Cardinals Mets to totally normal organizations. What could possibly go wrong? Katie, quick question. Are you going to do the thumbs down tonight at the game? Um, well, Zach Silver isn't there today, so probably not. Oh, okay. Maybe it's a thumbs up. <laughs> I like that. I don't know. I feel like it's the reverse, right? So your thumbs down that you're one of your favorite people in the press box is gone. That's that's all that is, right? Favorite is a stretch, but of course. <laughs> Katie was joining us here on 101 ESPN. I'll leave that one for you. You can go ahead and deal with the backlash for that. Uh, Katie, what'd you think of the Cardinals over the weekend? You take two of three against the Reds. You take four of six against them in these two big series over the last couple of weeks. Uh, that that felt like some must-win games on Saturday and Sunday. What was your impression? Oh, they were absolutely must-win games. And I, I honestly thought maybe even the bigger thing was splitting the series with the Dodgers. Um, seeing how the Cardinals fell behind in the first two games to Los Angeles, it was not looking great. Uh, but then, of course, uh, it should be no surprise by now, Adam Wainwright comes out and writes the ship, and they are able to split the series against L.A., which was huge. And then they roll in, and they take the series against Cincinnati. But it was the way that they did it. I thought that Miles Michaelis, who started on Saturday, when he said this is a win that could really keep, get us going, I thought that said a lot because how the Cardinals won Saturday, I think, set the table for Sunday and the momentum that they'll carry into this week. I mean, they won with Nolan Arenado, who 24 hours before was lamenting his performance, saying he wasn't performing up to expectations, that he hadn't been good enough, he hadn't been playing very good. Comes up and hits a go-ahead two-run home run in the eighth, and what it did was obviously, as we all know, propel – the Cardinals to six unanswered runs against the Reds. It was the first time all season they'd come from behind a four-run deficit, and they really carried the momentum into Sunday. Jay Happ was excellent. The bullpen was excellent. That's a huge series, um, and, and they also that momentum builds off what other teams are doing too. You look at the Padres, who are spiraling desperately. Dodgers go in and sweep San Diego. Cardinals take care of business against the Reds. All of a sudden, they're one game out of the playoffs. It's one team knows how to do an improbable and most times illogical but possible September 3rd it's the St. Louis team. Katie are we starting to see the impact of of Nolan Arenado and I say that kind of feeling crazy because Arenado has been really good this season he's had spurts where he has struggled but are we really seeing the impact of his acquisition in these last few games? 
I would think so. And I, I agree with you. It's funny that we're over here saying, oh, Nolan Arnauto hasn't been very good when he's hit 30 home runs on pace for 100 RBIs. And, you know, pretty excellent season was an all-star. And to his standard, it's horrible. Um, I, I think that says a lot about Nolan Arnauto and the competitor that he is and the type of player that he is. But if there is a time where Nolan is going to step up, it's right now. I mean, he came to St. Louis for a reason, correct? He came to St. Louis to play in meaningful September games, to play in the postseason, to have an opportunity to compete. This is the kind of environment he strives for. This is the kind of environment he didn't have a lot of experience with in Colorado and why he wanted to come to St. Louis. He wanted to compete. He wanted to play meaningful baseball. Here it is, and he delivered in both games, Saturday and Sunday, and I would expect that to continue. Um, I think the Cardinals need it to continue if they want to continue clawing into this playoff picture. And, you know, it's not as if they are out there, they're playing spectacular baseball. They're playing good baseball, right? They're winning series. They're doing what they need to do. But the teams around them are also spiraling. Mm-hmm. And again, that kind of momentum can really help a team like the Cardinals go from playing good baseball to playing spectacular baseball just based on the momentum around them. Katie, I feel like we've said this no fewer than 24 times this season, but is this the defining week for the Cardinals? <laughs> Isn't every week a defining week? <laughs> every day <laughs> seems like it is, Katie. Right. No, no kidding. But I totally get where you're coming from. I mean, you look at this week, you have three games against the Mets, you have three games against the Padres. Like this is a a very pivotal week um, for, for all these teams. I mean, there's five teams vying for one spot right now. Uh, I think this is where we will be able to find out if the Cardinals are serious. If they can continue winning series, if they can take two or three from the Mets, if they can take two or three from San Diego, they're feeling a lot more confident about their odds going into the final two weeks of the season where they'll have the Brewers twice and the Cubs twice. So I think they have everything to prove this week. If the Cardinals want to prove their September surge is legit, and they've again, they've been playing decent baseball. They've been playing enough to win. They've been competitive and even in most of their losses, which have all been great signs. But if they're really going to put the pressure on these teams, you know, it's the Reds and the Padres' spot to lose. Um, and it's the Cardinals to take advantage of. This is the week that they would do so. Katie, I think a lot of people after the last few weeks have been curious of what's going to happen with this bullpen, whether it's the closer situation, how they use Alex Reyes, what happens in the big three spots that's usually built up. Were you impressed by the bullpen from this past weekend? And do you feel like the Cardinals have found their new consistent closer in Giovanni Gallegos? Absolutely. You know, for as devastating as the Cardinals' ninth inning losses as of late have been, the overall bullpen has been excellent. I mean, you look at Luis Garcia, who leads the majors in consecutive innings pitch without allowing a run at 24 now. T.J. McFarland had a little bit of a hiccup on Friday, but he's been excellent pretty much since coming over to the Cardinals. Giovanni Gallegos has thrived as a closer. He seems, you know, they, when the Cardinals moved into that closing role, they cited his splits against righties and lefties as being pretty good on both sides. He has the composure for it. He likes the big moment. He's been pitching really well. And I like what I'm seeing from Alex Reyes as a shift to find him a new role. I like that he's been able to extend to multiple innings, and we've seen him been able to improve the consistency of his pitches. I mean, Alex Reyes has really nasty stuff. It's just been a matter of how consistent he's been able to perform those pitches. And I think the more that we see Alex in these stretches, the more of an opportunity he has, where he has this opportunity to continue building on those without the high leverage ninth inning situation where a lot of pressure arises. So I really like what the bullpen has done. Um, I think it's been a huge pivotal role in why the Cardinals have been so successful. We tend to get so caught up in those ninth inning losses and, and, and blame the bullpen. But, I mean, you look at days like yesterday, for example, Cabrera was excellent. Velocity was high. McFarland goes in and gets a double play ball. Garcia was excellent. Gio closes it out. 
that kind of bullpen has been really efficient and, in my opinion, has been on display much more consistently than those ninth inning losses, which, which don't get me wrong, sting a lot. <laughs> um, but I, I think overwhelmingly so, the Cardinals' bullpen has been a huge factor on why they're still in it. Katie Wu of The Athletic joining us here on 101 ESPN for another couple of minutes. Katie, you had a great piece over the weekend on Paul DeYoung. You were able to talk with him about what this season has been like for him, why for him it's the the mental side of the game that has maybe taken a little bit of a step back and what his future is going to hold with the Cardinals. He got some playing time over the weekend with Edmundo Sosa being out with that wrist, in, wrist injury and the Cardinals were rewarded with the home run that we saw what was your impression from talking with him about what this season has been like? And do you think he could have a role for the Cardinals down the stretch? I think absolutely. Um, I, I think if Paul, I mean, Paul had a really good series. He had some great at-bats, started with the, the two walks he took a couple of games prior to his solo home run and single on Saturday. Um, I think for Paul, it's just been some, for someone who is so analytical and consumed in his own mental approaches as Paul is. I'm not saying that in a negative way. This is just how he prefers to operate. That can make hitting really tough, especially when you're struggling. Um, so to see Paul have those good at-bats and, and been able to take advantage of a situation where they didn't have Sosa, it would lead me to believe, and this is a good problem to have, that the Cardinals are going to split time between DeYoung and Sosa. And while Sosa has been excellent, he's been so much fun to watch, Paulie has that power that has been consistently on display, even though the average hasn't. So, it, again, it's a good problem to have when you have two shortstops where both have their, their perks and their drawbacks. I would expect – I still think Sosa would get an edge playing time-wise, but if Paul continues to hit, then I imagine Mike Schultz playing the matchups a little bit more and getting creative. And maybe it's something that we saw yesterday when Paul started and Sosa finished. Um, again, though, it's a good problem to have when you have two guys vying for the same spot and both are plausible options. There was a time where DeYoung just wasn't a, a solid option for this club, and so that's where we saw Sosa get a bulk of the start. But if Paul DeYoung can continue hitting and can continue showing some sort of a, a better approach at the plate, I would expect to see both of them in there pretty consistently. Katie, I'm going to ask the expert here because BK asked me to open up the show if I'm ready to buy back in after this weekend's success. And I know they're a game out, but I have always felt this Cardinals team takes two steps forwards and then they take three steps back. After this six-game stretch where they are important games, how many victories do you think the Cardinals need for me to buy back in? This week, I think they need to go four of six. Same thing as we saw over this series. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong, that grand slam in Milwaukee was brutal. And then they come out and they fall two games flat against the Dodgers after that. And they, I can see why optimism would wane and why it would just be like, you know, this is not, they're not going to make the playoffs. But then they fired back and, and won four of their next five. So I think if they win four of six, if they win the series, uh, then, yeah, you should get really excited, especially given who the series are against and how that would shape up in the wild card standings. So, all right. like this Cardinals have been saying all along, if they win series, that's all they can really ask for. And for the most part, they've been doing that. There you go, listeners. Four wins. That's what they need. Katie, that's what I needed. Final question for Katie Wu of The Athletic. Katie, can you give us an update on what the Cardinals are expecting out of Jack Flaherty and Dakota Hudson down the stretch? Are, are we realistically going to be able to see those guys pitch for this team? I think so, yes. Um, I can't speak for Dakota as I haven't talked to him, but Jack is optimistic he'll return. They will probably not return as starters. They will probably be back in limited capacity roles if they do return just based on the calendar and based on the amount of time it takes to ramp back up. However, you know, and while this is a very fluid situation, it depends on a lot of things, 
having a little bit of Jack Flaherty back is better than having none of it, right? Mm -hmm. And if you have Dakota Hudson in as some relief innings and some high-leverage roles, you know, there's a chance that Dakota could piggyback. Maybe Jack starts and goes a few innings, and Dakota piggybacks off that. You've seen Alex Reyes take a couple of innings and kind of a more multiple-inning leverage kind of role. You know, there's a lot of flexibility here. Um, obviously, again, everything is fluid. Jack will start throwing off of a, a mound and do, I believe, a side session or a bullpen on they're targeting around the 16th. Again, this is fluid. Things change all the time. And uh, Dakota Hudson is slated for one more rehab assignment in Memphis before the club evaluates what's next. Um, but if the Cardinals are going to push all their chips in for this wild card spot and both arms are healthy, I would expect both of them back by the end of the season. And again, probably not in starter roles, but in roles nonetheless. Interesting. Katie, we'll be watching for all of that. We'll certainly be reading your coverage over at The Athletic. Thanks so much for hopping on with us today. As always, we'll talk with you again soon. You got it, guys. Have a great week.